Hey guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings The Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over The Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hi, I have the body of a baboon. Welcome to the Big Top. I am your host, Barney, and today I am thrilled, titillated, hard, and feverish to introduce Dusty Cunningham as my next guest. Dusty's work has been a source of awe and wonder to me for a long, long time, and he was gracious enough to join me under the big top to talk all things fetish, photography, and clowns. As always, please rate and review. It makes a massive difference, and every time you do, a fairy gets its wings. Today, the circus returns to Los Angeles, California. So join me as we go under the big top. Actually, you say that. I have to adjust my speech a lot. Yeah? Yeah, because if I ask, if I'm like, oh, yeah, can I have a water, please? No one knows what I'm saying. I have to say water. A water. Yeah, with water, all you have to think of is like, it's a wad of cash. A wad. Well, see, I would say a wad. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Like, sometimes I make notes, but I do them... Was I drunk today? What the fuck does this mean? It could be. Am I drunk now? It's after five. It is after five. And as my mother says, if it's after 12, you're not an alcoholic, and it's always 12 somewhere. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like uh, a little bit starstruck, if I'm being completely honest with you, because your photography has kind of been a huge part of my life. That's disturbing. I wouldn't say necessarily, like, responsible for <laughs> the development of my kinks, but it's definitely been a large source of inspiration. So Excellent. I love to be inspiration to all kinds of behavior. All kinds of um, terrible, terrible behavior, yeah. I'm fascinated by... Because I'm, I'm very interested in, like, who's behind this thing that is so formative for me. Like, clowns are my biggest kink ever and have been since before I even knew what sex or attraction or kink or any of that was. And not enough people, I mean, I could really like, I could talk for hours about this, but not enough people are making clown porn, male clown porn. And so seeing your photography as a teen, just, it was crazy to me. I would be like checking to see if there's been a new upload to the site, <laughs> like sitting there refreshing. I've photographed so many that are not I mean, there's so much stuff that I haven't bothered to put up yet. I need to. 
I recently did two guys that wanted me to shoot them as a clown, which I hadn't I hadn't shot for a couple of years. And they were a lot of fun. And there's been a nice response on their fan pages and on uh, my social media to the well, the photos that we could post. As you know from my work, it's not terribly social media acceptable. Yes. No, no, no. But, I mean, you've said that now, and now all I'm going to be thinking about is, like, imagining what I haven't seen. <laughs> oh, there's... I think I've posted... I think everyone that I've shot, I've at least posted one or two images okay. from their shoot. I don't think there's any that I you, that you might not have seen. But, I mean, back in the day when I had uh, whatever I posted photos on, they decided that they were not going to allow any nudity. Oh, Tumblr? Yeah, Tumblr. Yeah. Ugh. I see I've completely just spaced it because it has no use for it anymore mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, i think yeah. they allow nudity maybe again i don't know they haven't but you can like anything that was reposted they can't somehow they haven't made it so that they can get rid of it so there is still loads of porn on tumblr they just don't let anyone make porn so everyone making porn left which meant nobody uses tumblr so well done guys yeah i mean all my stuff i mean i still see people will send me a message and it's stuff that has, is on tumblr but they blocked me from everything so i have no use for them it's Puritan fucking Victorian. Honestly. We have to be so non-sexual all the time. It's crazy. And it feels like it's on the rise. Like every social media platform seems to get pressured into just blocking. I mean, you know, like my colleagues, our Instagram got shut down because we're making videos. Someone's wearing a pup hood. Like seriously? Meanwhile. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> the stuff that I got shut down for. It's fully clothed people. Right. And I know things like I never post anything like someone with their thumbs down inside the front of their underwear or, the, or in their shorts or like pulling on it. I don't post pictures of, you know, the nightlife stuff that I do. I don't post pictures of the go-go dancers uh, with people putting money in their jock straps or stuff. Um, I know all that's not allowed, so I just don't do it. But then I see other stuff and it makes a difference. If it's a man or a woman, that seems right. That if, yeah. if it's a man, they're going to, they're going to like clock it. But a woman, you can just put a dime in front of her fucking vag and yeah. that dime apparently covers everything you know as long as her nipples aren't showing because nipples are really really bad yeah well um, female nipples i mean female nipples are really yeah. really bad yeah really. a couple of years ago i saw someone post a picture of some male nipples and it was just nipples just cut out and they were so you could post them over your female nipples yeah so, yeah. so that they would pass yeah that's pretty handy i think that's smart it's, it's very handy unfortunately like most things on social media that kind of humor sarcasm doesn't always read terribly well nope which unfortunately is a large part of my personality so that's just uh yes my mother raised me on sarcasm pretty much just sarcasm it's oddly enough it's very very uh easy to gain weight on sarcasm <laughs> on a diet consisting of nothing but sarcasm oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of it and the thing is i i have uh, two brothers who are younger than me and poor dears neither one of them really get sarcasm that well oh. so they're just lost sometimes in family conversations and that's when we turn it about them they i mean they're not stupid about it they, they catch on but just not they're just not that bright I feel like that's a very American thing, though, because I don't feel like sarcasm translates into a lot of American humor. But also our sarcasm is completely different than yours, because mm. um, I don't always get British sarcasm. Although, I mean, I watch a lot of British comedy. Um, no, that'll help. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I want to know, how did kink and art come together for you? Because that's something that took me a really, really long time to realize were two worlds that actually could coexist. I don't really know. Okay. 
I started, I'll, I'll tell you how I started out in photography. Uh, a friend of mine was a makeup artist at a uh, photo studio where people would come in and he would do their makeup and then a photographer would shoot them. And he did a lot of drag queens too, because he, he did a lot of drag makeup. And at one point he wanted some stuff shot and he's just like, Hey, you have a camera. Why don't you shoot this stuff for me? And at the time I was, I really had never shot portraits before. It hadn't even dawned on me. I just had a camera and I just shot random crap, flowers and shit like that. So he came over, brought someone over, had, had done their makeup and I just used shop lights and put them on there. I turned them on and he moved them around, put the light where it needed to be. I knew how light should be uh, just from looking at old Hollywood uh, mm-hmm. pictures. I like that feel, you know, so I yeah. understood like butterfly lighting and that kind of thing. So he moved it around and he had them pose and all that. And after probably about the third or fourth time that we did that, because we were doing it monthly for an ad for a, a gay bookstore. And oh, cool. after about, probably yeah fourth time maybe i noticed that he stopped doing the lighting and he had me do the lighting and then not long after that he even stopped giving direction to the queens on how to pose because i had taken over doing it so everything that i see with the photos and all is it is like harrell is that kind of uh old hollywood where the posing lots of hands lots of stuff like that and i like props mm. so with the kink part of it i think it just kind of progressed from the queens to i think actually i probably started shooting tricks so i know i had a fuck bud who i photographed and we kind of used the photo shoot as foreplay Mm -hmm. and i shot him a couple of times and that was Damn, I don't know how many years ago. It was a long time ago. And then as far as like the clown stuff, I had an idea that I wanted to shoot a self-portrait of me sort of as a ringleader and then do like an erotic circus thing around me. I never got around to doing that. And I just shot clowns. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I did most of the stuff I do the makeup for. The ones the other day that I shot, they did their own makeup. And there's been... There was another couple who they did their own makeup, but the rest of them I did. Uh, I don't know. I never really thought about it as kink. Um, any of the stuff I shoot, it's just, I don't really label much stuff. It's just, mm. it just happens. So it, I didn't actually sit down and think that I'm going to do it. If I'm doing a photo shoot with the clowns or whatever, I never go into it with the mindset that this is going to be, this is going to be kinky, uh-huh. raunchy whatever my one thing is everyone should look fuckable in a photo right and i think no matter who you are you could be a hundred or whatever Mm. you just need to look your fucking best in a photo so as long as you're fuckable the photo is going to look you know as long as i make you look fuckable because some people are not terribly fuckable looking but you know everybody can be fuckable looking at a photo hell yeah at least Mm -hmm. one or two of the photos so i just kind of go at it that way i don't really think about it like i said of being somebody's kink or Uh you know so when people tell me oh hey you know the clown is my big kink or or the you know whatever the leather i'm like oh that's great but for me it's not a huge 
kink for me. Like I'll look at when I'm shooting a photo, like the clowns, I'm just shooting it. And mm. it's not like I'm, I don't get a heart on or anything when I'm editing sometimes. Well, most of the time if I'm editing and I get a heart on, I'm like, okay, so that's a good shot. Right. But right. when I'm shooting and I'm just focused on just shooting it, making sure they have a good time, whatever like that. I really like that angle of like coming at it just from <laughs> the fuckability like yeah. <laughs> coming at it from like let's make you look good and then this is how i'm gonna get you there i think that's a really cool way of kind of seeing it because so i just did uh quite recently i did my first like well i've done like i've been doing clown stuff for a while but my first you know shoot doing uh something for a site and it was really I love being directed and I love being, I've kind of got into a, a, a very new thing where I, I really like being the subject and kind of being fussed over and, and, and that sort of thing. But I like this kind of idea of you using it as foreplay as well. Like it, there is something really tantalizing about being photographed, Get, like that level of detailed attention to a person. Yeah. And I just love that all kinds of things come into it. And that one of them is clowns. Well, that's something people always ask. They're like, so you've had sex with all these models, right? And I'm like, of course, obviously I've had sex with all of them. No, obviously I have not. You know, I mean, there are people who I have photographed that I've had sex with. It happened, but it was not part of the photo. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's not part of the photo shoot. It has been part of the photo shoot, but it's not like it was something that just all of a sudden happened. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that sounds really rapey. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, um, you know, it was, it, it's always been somebody who there was already, uh, it was already discussed, you know, there were, yeah. we, we, it was, yeah. it may not have been planned out completely, but it was already, we already had a very flirtatious yeah, relationship. Yeah. It was definitely, sometimes it has been on the table and we broke a table one time, but, um, <laughs> uh, it's a really good table too. I really like that table. But yeah. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's very good. So my garage was very warm too. It was very hot. Uh, yeah. Like personally for me, I mean, I, I've been photographed nude a few times and it was never in the least bit sexual and mm. not even, not even like I didn't have sex with the person, just not, it didn't feel sexual. Like, uh, the first time was a woman shot me and a partner I had two or three million years ago. And she actually, the photos were great, but it got back to me stuff she said about like our bodies, like negative stuff that she said. Oh, I don't know why she like, I would never do that. I would never say anything negative about someone, but like, you know, about that I've shot. Um, and she, <laughs> I know it's so crazy. And her stuff, I don't know what it was based on. It was very, very strange. Anyway, Ivan and Gabo are down in um, South America, in uh, Buenos Aires. I love their work. And I we followed each other on Tumblr for a couple of years. And we had a relationship just online chatting. And I went down there and they shot me and I shot them. And I really love the photos they shot of me. Um, that was more of a, that that one felt like more sexually charged. And their their photos are definitely very fetishy and all like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and that was that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that photo shoot. It was good. I don't understand. A lot of times people were like, oh, I had so much fun on the shoot. I'm like, ah, my concept of fun, I don't know. I really don't really have fun. I just do whatever. Um, so people do say they have a really good time on the shoot. So that's good. They always feel very sexy. They look like they're having a lot of fun. I have people who are very self-conscious about... Mm-hmm. One thing or the other, I don't know, I just kind of put them at ease. 
the reality is everybody is self-conscious about something. Yeah. I photographed, there's one woman, very, very large woman, uh, who I photographed nude that she's very confident. If mm-hmm. she has any insecurities, she has shoved them down everyone else's throats and, you know, taken it on for herself. Um, I did a whole series where I photographed around 200 people on a bearskin rug, a la Burt Reynolds in the Cosmo centerfold. Mm. And most of them were in pretty much the exact same pose. And she was one of them. I met her uh, photographing that series. Shooting all those people, it was interesting watching what people felt comfortable with. And there were people who I asked to be in it, who on their way, they texted me and said, oh, by the way, I'm fine going fully nude, but you know I'm trans. Mm-hmm. And that particular one, I had no idea. So they showed up and got naked. Um, I had, there were a lot of, it was, a, it was a mix. There were drag queens, there were straight people, there were gay people, there were cisgender, there were trans. There was, it was a whole mix of everything already. 200 people, did you say? It was around 200. I think, I think it came out to like 187, something like that. That's a big um, shoe. Yeah, I did it. Like over several months, um, I did it. I would just, I did two different setups. One was just in my space and people would just come over randomly. Sometimes I'd have three or four a day. And then another time during the middle of it, I was up in Oregon and a friend of mine, we had just arranged it. And I think I shot 60 in one day. Wow. Yeah. He just, people just came over. I think it was that many people just came over and, uh, they would just hang out in his kitchen for a little bit and then they'd head out to his garage where I was set up and we just banged it out. I mean, it was only a few minutes each because it's just one damn pose. Yeah. But even that, there's been people who, you know, they sign their model release, they're totally fine being completely naked. And then I didn't really publish those photos. It's been about 10 years later, I, I put them out and people were like, they loved that they'd finally seen it. But then there were people who say, oh, I can't have nudity out there. I'm like, you're the one who insisted there be nudity. And then you're like, can my dick show? And so it showed. But then now they've decided they can't have nudity out when they have hundreds of nude photos of themselves all over the internet. But I do run into that occasionally where people, you know, they're all up for a shoot and they want to be naked. And then not long after they're like, oh, I can't, I don't want to be nude online. I'm like, okay, well, we have these naked photos of you and it's up to them. So I do have a lot of people who, I've shot for that their photos are nowhere out except for if they put them out. And I've seen photos show up who people said, Oh, I don't want my nude photos out. And then I've seen the photos that I've taken that I didn't publish. And so they've put them out. What What is it for you then that is the most enticing? Cause you know, is it like nudity is a big theme, but also so are the, the props. And so I'm, really fascinated by the idea that you know you say these guys came to you and they wanted to be clowns and they made themselves up and they you know wanted to do this and i if i'm remembering correctly it was james st james described you as a a, a purveyor of clown smut or <laughs> something to that effect yeah. what what is it for you that really sort of tips it from this is a shoot that you're just trying to get the most fuckable pictures out of your subject to something that is, I guess, I don't know, a little bit more in the foreplay realm or, or, or titillating or exciting or is fun to be able to go through and edit and that sort of thing. If it's a client, I'm going for 
what they want, you know, like, and a lot of times they don't know what they want. So I have to give them what I know they want that they don't know that they want. <laughs> but that's weird because then you have to read into, like, there's people who have photographed who have come over for, say, headshots. And then yeah. they're like, and I want some personal shots. <laughs> and that's what they leave it at is personal shots, uh-huh, quote unquote. Uh-huh. And I'm supposed to figure out what personal shots mean. So I have figured out what personal shots mean. And personal shots mean that they do want to get naked. So I'll do their headshot or whatever. And then some of them kind of hem and haw about it. And they'll do stuff like they'll maybe take their shirt off slower or something. And so uh-huh. I'm pretty damn direct. I'm just be like, just take your pants off, take everything off. Yeah. And let's do some shots of you. And, you know, if it's a guy, I'm like, hey, let's, uh, you know, if you don't want your dick to show, that's fine. We'll, you know, we can do the light where the, Mm-hmm. You know, shadows fall across your dick and some people are like i'm sorry your dick's too damn big no amount of shadow is going to fucking hide that mm-hmm. so you're going to have to show it but i don't know people a lot of people want to be naked <laughs> i think most people want naked photos of themselves at some point mm-hmm. does anyone want to be made up or dressed up in a way that like they can be naked but can i wear a mask or or can i have clown makeup on and then i'm more unrecognizable well that's weird i have i have photographed people who wouldn't go nude unless their face is covered and yeah they did consider having the clown makeup on as their face covered because people couldn't quickly identify them and Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah but you're covered in all these tattoos that everyone knows you know something like that but (laughs) it's their face they're they're you know and i have people who i photographed and years later they're like okay so the photos we took i'm fine with those being published fine you can you can publish those full nudes of me now and i'm you know it's fine it's whatever you you know i respect people's privacy on their wishes on that stuff i have had people who wanted to be photographed in a mask and honestly for me the, the clowns are a little bit tough even because uh, when it comes to taking a photo, when, when it comes to being attracted to someone for a photo, the face is the first thing. Like mm-hmm. I see people and it's that I want to shoot and it's based on their face. Yeah. Uh, so covering their face up is a little, I don't know, it's a little, it's a little weird for me, but even, even like even the clown, it, it completely transforms their face. So mm-hmm. if you don't know the person, you, you're not going to recognize them most of the time. Yeah. And there, there are some of those clowns that I photographed that that's the first time those people have ever been photographed nude. Actually, a lot of people I photographed, it's the first time they've ever been photographed nude. Many of them, it was not the last time, and several of them started porn careers afterwards. But I don't know if that I'm responsible for that or if I was... Dusty Cunningham. Implemental, and I don't know. Starting porn careers. <laughs> the porn star. There's like the movie The Fire Starters. I'm the porn star. I don't know. The porn um, starter. Porn starter. How did the erotic clown series even start then? Like, how did that make sense to you? Like, like what was the first clown you made? Because, again, the face... I mean, you say it covers up the face, and it does, but also clowning is kind of almost the opposite to drag in the uh, makeup application sense, only because you're exaggerating features, right? As opposed to trying to, like, you know, yeah. cover them up and carve something new. So I guess maybe that that, that isn't actually, like, an oxymoron. That, that does actually make sense, that you're, you're bringing out something you see in their face. But how did, that, how did that even begin? The clown stuff began really with one person I was photographing for the Burt Reynolds series. Uh-huh. And after we got done, uh, I'm like, let's get, you know, you're here. Let's get some more shots of you. And so we, we did a few shots and I'm like, 
let's put you in clown face because I'd kind of been toying with the idea of doing some clowns and he was totally down for it. Wait, sorry. You've got to, you've got to humor me. You just had clown makeup and red noses ready to go. And you were like, let's put you in clown face. You just looked at this guy and were like, the answer to that simply is yes. Um, because I've always had clown makeup ready to go. Um, (laughs) I've been a clown multiple times, uh, for different events and stuff. Uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I moved here in the beginning of October and that first October I went out as a clown wearing like, I think I wore a striped shirt and like a striped bikini bottoms and huge platforms, but I had like professional clown nose and that kind of thing. So I, I still had all that stuff. So the, my makeup kit always has clown white and there's always clown noses. So yeah, I've, I've done drag off and on through the years. So there's always been makeup. And Clown White has always been there. Plus, uh, this particular person, he's one of the sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Gotcha. So he was already very used to being mm-hmm. in Clown White makeup. Yeah. Um, and so it, was, it wasn't it was much of a stretch because, I mean, really, they're just, you know, like drag queens. Everybody's just a kind of a clown anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think he's the only one of the sisters that I've, I've shot as a clown. But, yeah, so I just popped face on him and... Um, stuck him on a adult sized tricycle and let his balls dangle down. And that was it. And his is one of them that I actually, I think only maybe a face shot is all that I've ever released of that. Um, wow. And we didn't even di- like, I didn't even discuss whether or not his dick showed. I don't think, I don't think I, don't, I didn't try to show it, but I think it does in some of the photos, but I put him in, I think it was like a red onesie that I had laying around because I have lots of weird costume stuff too. So yeah, there's always, there's always fake lashes and I'm trying to put the, like I'm trying to decipher which one it is. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the red one's here. No, the red one's here. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if you would have, I'm sure that it was, it's been seen. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll post some more from that shoot soon. Cause there were a lot of fun stuff in that, but that was, if anyone's seen it, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, uh, I mean, I, the clowns are weird because there are a lot of people that are, I find there are a lot of people who are attracted to clowns mm-hmm. or completely afraid of clowns, Yep. and there are people who are terrified of clowns who are now sexually attracted to clowns after seeing yep. my stuff, so yep. I don't know that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure if they're allowed near a circus, um, but... <laughs> They, Clown protection agencies are, are yeah arms. worldwide. Yeah. Those are just you know beating down my door to know why I'm doing this to their people. <laughs> um, and I do have um, some acquaintances that are clowns, like professional clowns, and none of them have wanted to get naked for me. So, which I can understand, to be fair, because I I know some professional clowns who also clown around in the bedroom, and I, that's that's a very separate thing. It, I, it sort of has to be when you're. Well, all of my clowns, except for one, have identified as gay, and the one that I photographed who's straight is um, he's a performer, like uh, on I think he does performances stuff on on Venice on the boardwalk at the mm-hmm. beach. And he, I think he contacted me on Facebook and he wanted some clown photos that he could send out to agencies that he was getting hired for 
They like right. to get to, to do parties and stuff. Yeah. But the problem is people keep saying, oh, I'm afraid of clowns. So when he would send out stuff in makeup, it would freak people out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm not hiring that. So what we did with him was, I mean, he just wore a red nose and just relied on his facial expressions and stuff like that. And with him, I, we did not, I didn't get him naked or anything. Uh, in fact, he, he brought some stuff and then he wore some of the, the costume that I had. And they're actually some of my favorites. They are partly erotic uh, without being unclothed at all. And then we, I did some shirtless shots of him without the nose and stuff late, you know, after that, just for mm-hmm. him to have. But uh, I still made him look very fuckable. Mm-hmm. And I still, you know, wanted that feel. But also he needed to look very, very approachable to a wide audience. Right. Yeah. So he's used those for quite a number of years. And um, I was very happy with the way those turned out. You know what? Now that I think about it, that was actually the first clown before the sister. So the sister I did because of that one actually, uh, uh, because okay. that, that was my my idea after doing that one. So he was he was the first time I had I photographed like clown like that. But clowns have, I mean, my first costume as a kid for Halloween was a clown. I went as a clown several years when I was a real little kid. I remember when I was maybe five or six going as a clown, and my uncle and his cousin who were teenagers also dressed as clowns and, and took me around the neighborhood. Wow. So I always liked him. I didn't really put any sort of sexual thing with them. Mm-hmm. And I still don't, I don't think of clowns as sexual. Uh, my clowns obviously are sexual, but I never look at a clown and be like, God, I'd like to fuck that clown. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I may look at a clown and be like, damn, I'd like that wig or something like that. But that's uh-huh. about it. And yeah. my, up until a couple of years ago, my living room, or sorry, my dining room was completely filled with clown paintings. So the, the walls were covered in clown paintings. There's like clown plates, there are vintage clown statuary. People freaked out sometimes we were terrified of clowns when they came over. This sounds like a dream. The paintings I gave away, 2019, to the guy who I just recently shot as a clown. I gave him a ton of my paint. I still have a bunch of them. I kept the really good ones. But I gave him a bunch of fun ones. So people give me clowns sometimes. Oh my god! Some of the people I've shot as clowns have given me clowns. Then later. Oh, <laughs> well, I would love to see you as a clown. <laughs> me as a clown? Uh huh. There's probably shots. Oh, I know there are. I know on my Facebook there's there's a folder of pictures of me that has there's there's at least one, maybe two clown pictures. Oh. But people used to come to our house for costumes. So yes. ever since I've been a little kid. We always had, uh, we had this, it was my mom's playhouse from when she was a kid and we just used it as a storage shed and it, so cool. it stored all of our Halloween decor, all of our Christmas decor yes. and all of our costumes. See, I love dressing up just anyway in my vanilla life, like Halloween, any opportunity I get, any kind of party I have, you've got to come dressed up. I also think clowns specifically, like you say, a lot of people are terrified of them. There's a very like polarizing reaction. And I think those those wires cross because, you know, fear and fetish kind of like touch each other on the yeah. you know other side of the glass. Anyway, let's go to break really quickly just because uh, I need to pee. But I, man, I'm now. You guys have a special room for that over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just do. do it out the, out the window. I've never been, so I don't know. No, no, we have a room. You just, it, it goes, you open a door and you just, there's somebody down there with a bucket and you just pee <laughs> that into makes, the bucket. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to pause this. 
Okay, I'm peed. I'm pe- I am peed. I am no, peed. I peed. God, the English language is so fucked over there. I'm peed. <laughs> God damn. I went and got peed on. I did actually. Well, okay, let's start. As a clown? I haven't been peed on as a clown. The makeup runs sometimes. The makeup always fucking runs. This is why I'm not so oh, big doesn't. into like you. Well, it's why I'm not so big into pies. Like I don't want to. I don't want to like ruin the makeup until the finale. You know, like I want to keep it clowny for as long as possible. I did pee in someone's mouth for the first time recently, but I wasn't a clown. A family member or yeah, it was my uncle. But um, I mean that's cool. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, toxic urine. <laughs> Yeah, also, urine is not sterile. Why do people keep saying that? It is sterile to your own body, but only to your body, from what I understand. Well, but I'm not even sure if that's completely true, because there's still waste, like, bacteria that, like, you... Anyway, whatever. Well, I mean, it's full of urea, and urea is good for your skin. That is true. That is true. Bathing in it. Bathing yeah. in it is... I mean, I if you look at a lot of products have urea in it, as do tears, which is why they fucking sting, which is why it stings when someone pisses in your eye. Oh. Never a good idea to let someone piss in your eye. Just okay. a note there aside. Yeah, like I was curious, but you say no. Okay, sure, sure. No. It's why like, did someone piss in your eye? <laughs> and don't let a dog lick your eye. <laughs> It hurts. Yeah, I, b- I believe. Well, don't let a cat lick your eye. I mean, you know. That's just like putting sandpaper, sandpaper. on your fucking eye. <laughs> Wait, why did someone pee in your eye? No one peed in my eye. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> You're um, talking from experience, I could tell. <laughs> uh, anyone, no, no one's ever peed on my eye. Has anyone ever peed on me? Well, when I was a kid, my neighbor got banned from our house because he peed on me one time. Um, but we used to stand at the ur- at the toilet, and I dreamed of having a urinal. One of my friends had a urinal. I thought he was the coolest, but we didn't have one. I like that. That's where you sat. Set the cool bar. <laughs> it was amazing. He had a urinal. <laughs> um, Wait, but- I, I, I'm sorry. We kind of glossed over this, and I don't know if uh, we're doing trauma corner now. Your neighbor got banned from your house because he pissed on you as a child. Yeah. Uh, so I remember being a little kid, and two or three of us would stand around the toilet and pee at the same time. Sometimes. Oh yeah, I used to do that with my friends. Sorry, segue. My boyfriend refuses to do that with me, and I don't. I'm like, we can cross the streams. It's fun, and he, he's like, no, we're not children. We're not doing that. And I'm like, why do you hate fun? Why do you hate Sorry. me so much? <laughs> well, this kid, his name was Donnie, and uh, Donnie peed on me, and my mother was very unhappy with this. Uh, so oh, Donnie was an banned adult. from our house. And I don't know if it was permanent ban or what, but we also used to... Uh, I thought an adult man came and pissed on no, you, a child. No, it was a child. <laughs> it was, he's the same age. He's like a year older than me. Got it, got it, got it. But we, okay, also, okay, okay. we also used to pee on the radiator in the bathroom which was near the toilet uh just to hear it sizzle so our bathroom kind of reeked just piss. my mother had to bleach it a lot and she was really really unamused about that you just made me huck up something <laughs> it's probably bubble and squeak or some of that other crap like, y'all eat over there bubble and squeak <laughs> spotted dick uh, toad in the hole uh you pissed on the radiator just to hear it sizzle? That's a hot radiator. Oh, yeah. Try it sometime. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was It was this weird... I don't know. I guess it's called a radiator. Uh, it was this weird little bathroom heater. And it was <laughs> near the toilet. And, yeah. You could... You know, your stream would 
would hit it pretty good. And I mean, I wouldn't do like just piss a lot on it. You just do a little bit and just to go. And uh, I used to do that on the stove because we had one of those like Argus stoves. I lived in, I grew up in a Victorian house. That's how you heat it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh-huh. like any liquid that went on it would be like. Uh-huh. I know it's not the same as pissing. It's not as exciting. It is not. And I, reg- from, from what I recall, the, you know, I was very young. And so, uh, see, well, I lived there till I was seven. We, the way I discovered it was just by washing my hands and just flicking them dry. Mm-hmm. And it would hit that. And so I would dry, wash my hands and just flick the water over there. And then, I don't know, just one day peeing, I got the bright idea that I could just pee on the radiator and it would also make that great sound. So, Can I confess something? You said something <laughs> earlier on that has been stuck in my head since you said it, but I, I didn't want to, I, I restrained myself that one time and didn't interrupt you immediately. But you said fuck bud so casually and i just thought that was the funniest thing i've ever heard i've never heard someone as <laughs> a fuck but um i i don't know i don't know what i said but i say a lot of shit so it was just such it was it was just the 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 way <laughs> the way you said it that made me laugh so much internally and then it made me think of like what do i call my friends that i fuck and and then I realized that I have used the term orgasm friend probably, I think more than once is too many. <laughs> My point being, I'm fascinated by like the weird, wonderful and bizarre kinky stories that made us who we are. And I feel like you have many and I'm still kind of like curious as to how that happened for you separate from your professional life, because you've kind of become a staple of as far as I'm concerned, of, you know, a lot of, a lot of queerness and especially in the kink realm from your work. I don't really, I don't really separate it as the word kink. I did realize a long time ago that my world is way different than the quote unquote average person, average meaning boring person's muggles yeah. perspective on things. So there are times where an example, uh, I do decor for a lot of events and one of them is uh, a monthly party here, but they also do, he does these parties worldwide. And there's always a party going on somewhere in the United States of, of his. It's called Barracuda. Mm-hmm. And last year he did like a one-off that wasn't Barracuda, but it was like presented by Barracuda. And my decor was all these banners and stuff that I had printed that were my photography. So they're, you know, guys in jock straps, guys fingering their holes, mm-hmm. guys with their dicks out, whatever. So I start hanging this stuff in the theater that we were doing this event in, and I hear someone screaming, and this guy comes running over to me, he's the manager, and he's screaming that I can't put that filth up. <sighs> I can't put that kind of stuff up. And he's a gay guy, and he's just <laughs> hollering at me that I, I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, this is the theme, this is the party, this is how I decorate it. And he's like, this is a public place. And I said, well, it's not. People are pay- people pay to come in here. Right. You know, people are paying. It's not like the, the general public isn't walking in. No one is walking in here with a baby stroller. Right. Unless it's a baby stroller filled with dildos. I mean, it's not happening, you know? It's not like there's mom and dad aren't going to wander in here. No one is going to wander in here not realizing what they're coming to. They all paid and they paid a good price to be here but he was like no and i realized that i mean my stuff gets censored all the time and even 
my decor getting censored was a little weird for me. I do run into an issue having stuff printed. Uh, I've gone through multiple companies who have stopped printing stuff for me. One of them that I get stuff printed. Recently, they told me, oh, we, we got your order, but the guys just don't feel comfortable printing this because they feel it's porn. And I said, so these guys don't ever look at porn? Yeah. And she says, well, I asked them that. And I said, if it was a woman, would it be different? And they said, yes, it would be. And I said, I'll tell you what, it's no different. And she says, well, they're threatening to go to uh, HR. So why don't you just give me your HR's number and I will call HR and let yeah. them know that your company is not doing their job. And their job is just to fucking print this shit yeah, what the and fuck? do a good job of it. With it. Yeah, it's quality control, but not quality of my product, you know, what I'm putting in. It's quality of how you, you're printing it. So she agreed they would print it this time. And uh, then she's like, well, I can get someone else to print it. But she ended up printing it. but. Clearly, no one even looked at it because there was ink running all down it and everything. It was unusable. You know, the the point is, yeah, she she was fine doing it. She didn't care. But these guys were so homophobic. And I I use another uh, another branch of that company to print stuff that they can't print the full color stuff for me. They, They print on my black and white. They have no issue. And I mentioned it to them and they laughed about it. And they said, yeah, they, they, the guys mentioned it to us. And I just told them, don't you ever go to the fucking gym? Don't you see naked guys there? Shut up. Well, maybe you don't. Shut up anyway. It, like, it's literally a body. That's what I told him. I said, well, it's, you know, their job is not to judge. And not to refuse your business. If they happen to be an atheist or they're no longer going to print like Christian stuff that comes through. It's like not making a fucking cake for someone because of their, you know, like not making a gay couple of cake or right, whatever. Right, right. You know? And on completely discriminatory grounds that they admit, they're like, oh, yeah, no, if it was a woman. Yeah, oh, no, they admitted like, it. Fucking yeah. idiot. Uh, yeah. People Jeez. are stupid. But I I realize, though, that my idea of fun is not everyone's idea of fun. And my idea of what's acceptable is not always acceptable. Uh-huh. But that's kind of a that's kind of a gay. Um, that's the queer experience, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the queer experience. I mean, uh, you know, it's you don't walk into straight bars and there's porn showing you know Uh Um, I've never walked into a straight bar and there was porn showing I've walked into tons of gay bars and there's porn showing right it's just part of queer culture right because the specific thing you object to is the thing that we're reclaiming and going well actually this is our space so we'll put what we want here yeah yeah it's like monkey pox like straight people weren't getting it very much because they're clearly not having enough fun (laughs) we were getting it because well we fuck people up the butt a lot more than straight people do so um not even honestly i think just hang out and touch each other even in platonic ways well that's that's the other thing yeah you know you go to a gay club and people hug a large percentage of the people are going to be shirtless dancing on the dance floor that is not the case in most straight clubs you're not going to see shirtless people dancing which is just ridiculous that you don't but right yeah don't you sweat you know come on i know right (laughs) but i'm while we're talking i've been editing photos from uh, an event and yeah, a lot of the people shirtless, but the ones who do have their clothes on, they're just completely soaking wet. <laughs> right, like I start sweating from the effort of having a shower. Like I get out the shower and I'm already sweating. Of yeah. course you're I've sweating. I've my fan off so it doesn't be noisy in here. And so I'm spitzing a little bit. Ah, spitzing. I'm so sorry. I, I mean, I love the notion of, 
Uh, uh, sorry, that story that that is so fucking stupid. That that guy, <laughs> that manager coming in. You can't yeah, have this in this club that people are paying to come and have fun in. But yeah. obviously, like a big theme of this whole podcast is just discussing how we you know make those spaces for ourselves and how we find those communities where we can be ourselves and learn to accept ourselves. And you know, I always thought I was the weirdest individual in the world because I want to fuck clowns, right? <laughs> you know, want this to be a platform for people well, to don't. just. Don't think that you're not because you are, but continue. <laughs> this is actually an intervention for me to learn how, how weird I am. Your family has reached out and <laughs> your partner, and they would like for me to convey a message to you about this. Um, yeah. Is it stop fucking clowns? Stop clown fucking. But like, you know, this is all just for people to hear how far from the truth all that shit is. And like, I love that you've got this real... Um, yeah, when you say my idea of having fun is clearly not other people's idea of having fun, it's like, yeah, and how fucking boring would it be if if that was the case? Well, no, it's true, and it, but, but my my whole life is not everybody else's. You know, it's not their cup of tea always. You know, I have friends that they love minimalism, so their homes are just white with little tiny pops of color and just this perfect furniture or whatever. I fucking hate that. You know, um, more is more. So mm-hmm. my house is full of fucking mannequins and some mannequins wearing clown masks and tits and, yeah. um, you know, all kinds of craziness, but it's all stuff I like and it makes me happy. Right. And my partner likes the stuff for the most part. Every once in a while I'll come and find something moved <laughs> and he's moved it. He's moved it quote unquote to, a cabinet somewhere so <laughs> he's moved it to the crematorium yeah he's like it's been out for a while so <laughs> I, I thought maybe you were bored with it and then it's like okay did you just not like it or oh no no i liked it okay i just it was just you know i, I didn't think you wanted to see it anymore okay yeah okay but my stuff that i have is like it's kind of, it's a lifetime collection of crap mm-hmm. i have socks that we had in our costume bag when I was six, I still have. Wow. And they're clown socks. They're, 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 they're red and yellow striped. And then there's a pair that are dark green and yellow striped. At this point, it's just a pair of one of each, which is how I'd wear them as a clown anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But now I still have those. So like I said, the clown thing from very, very young, I was always fascinated by them. But part of that was... I mean, Marie Kondo would have something to say, but I just want to go to this magical place full of clowns. Well, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I think... And actually, I do like her. I think she's great. When that stupid show came out on Netflix, I started going to thrift stores multiple times a day because people were bringing all their good stuff in because they uh-huh. were Marie Kondoing it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. yay for me. So, <laughs> you know, I always always collected all kinds of weird shit like that uh, and and i've kept it a lot of it so the clown clothes one of them that i kept for years it actually got stolen last year i had a bunch of clown costumes in a a u-haul truck that i was going to decorate a halloween party with and the the u-haul got stolen overnight (laughs) and everything that i had got stolen in it and my precious clown outfit yeah i mean that that is sad but what was in the was it just that they stole the truck or or did they think they oh, were they, making they off stole the it? truck and everything in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, so they okay. stole like all my truss, all my lighting, huge neon oh, for fuck's sculptures. Sake. They it was probably around fifteen, twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff they stole. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They stole it like three hours before I had to set the, the party. <gasps> no. Yeah. 
So what I had to do was, you know, I'm under contract to do it. So I had to like get my assistant to go buy stuff. I went and bought stuff. I went to my storage, got stuff out of my storage. No one was the wiser. It looked just as good because I have enough shit, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you I are did, uniquely prepared for that situation. <laughs> I'm uniquely prepared at any moment to decorate a Halloween party for thousands of people. Awesome. Yeah, it oh. is. That's the kind of party I want to be at. It is. You know, it's weird. The parties I decorate, um, I don't go to many of them. There's like the the Barracuda one I do because I also photograph that party. But the rest of the parties I I do, you know, I may spend 12 hours decorating for it and then I don't. I don't go. Uh Because I got to be back the next morning to tear it all down. Uh (laughs) There's a box of clown stuff sitting in here in the office. (laughs) You're kidding. No, there's there's a whole box of makeup and there's noses. Yeah, there's two boxes of makeup, and the next to there is a box of wigs that has clown noses. Like, you're torturing um, me. You're torturing me. There's a whole section up there that is nothing but white cotton gloves, because those are a one-time-use thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I really like the big... I have a selection of big ones, and... Well, you can tell which hand I use to masturbate, because th- th- that one is always worn away. But they're just so good, the, the big plush ones. I have always wanted to do a, a clown porn, um, but it would be... I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've seen one clown porn, and it was... I think it was more of a circus-themed thing that had clowns in it. I remember there was... Cirque Noir. Uh, Ouchie the Clown. Yeah, Ouchie yeah. was... Yeah, that's the yeah. one with Ouchie in it. Yeah, Ouchie the guy the with the split job. tongue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rim drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rim drop the um, yeah, So, And I liked the way that was done, but I would do it completely different mine would be the environment would be as important as the actual clowns there so right it, and that one was that one was i liked that one a lot actually they did a really good job with it but she wasn't in uh, it enough i didn't feel whatever happened to him even i don't know but like i want to see him clown fucking somewhat more like i like he was the one that i was like interested in like more than anything and i was like why is he just kind of in the background like okay well because he didn't really do porn, so <laughs> I guess. I, well, I mean, he did because he was just kind of there, like jerking off. But <laughs> yeah, but he, from what I re- recall, he would like like you could hire him to come shave your pubes. Yeah, or like beat you up. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. I have a mug, the Ouchie the Clown mug, still. Oh. Um, I was asking someone about him the other day up in San Francisco, and they they didn't know whatever happened to him either. So I need to ask around because I think it's very important that we find out what happened to Ouchie the Clown. It like genuinely, like genuinely, is important to me to know. Yeah, <laughs> who else was in that? Uh, it was so it was Rimjob the Clown and Ouchie the Clown. I mean, I think Rimjob was a one time thing, and then the guy's name I can't remember because I wasn't really paying attention to him but the scenario was very much something that i wanted to happen you know being brought up on stage making clown porn is the most fun thing in the world and so few guys are doing it like i cannot stress enough how crazy it is that it's very one-sided like guys are not in clown porn and the ones that are they get removed it's anyway i I mean now i've done you know oh i did a a live strip show as a clown that was fun i you know i've had i filmed like clown group sessions and stuff like that but i haven't done like a proper bow chicka wow wow you know clown shoot well you know the the clown porn erotic clown thing um there's a lot of people into it that maybe would admit it mm-hmm. i've seen clown burlesque oh sure yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's been around a long time yeah and for many many years uh i've seen clowns at the Folsom street fair uh the first time i saw it i remember i took their photos 
And I was kind of uh, not shocked, but it, it surprised me because I, I didn't expect to see that. And ever since then, every single year, Seriously? I've seen clowns. Okay. I mean, I know a yeah. few people who have done, but I just did my very, very first Folsom experience in Berlin quite recently. And I did it as a clown and I was the only one there. And then that was very much a first. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. But I, I'm interested to see how, you know, it's funny a few years ago, you wouldn't have seen guys in diapers really. And now everyone's dressed as a baby, you know, give it a few yeah, years. I saw, I saw furries dressed with diapers. Of course. Yep. Um, Puppies too. I, don't remember. I did not see a furry clown dressed with Ooh, diapers, but I have seen uh, a furry clown though. You have? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Was it, was he done as a character, as a clown? He's like a jester, but he has a big red nose, and I don't know what animal he is, but the the suit is amazing, and he dresses fully as a clown. He has a honking horn. He, like, really leans into it. Yeah, he's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, I get contacted occasionally for clown stuff, like some TV production. Someone reached out to me. They needed a bunch of clown paraphernalia just in the background in, in a scene. So I rented them out, like, paintings and all kinds of clown stuff. Oh, and then I have uh, a couple of years ago, uh, a guy I know has a, he's a, he's written several plays and his plays are a lot of fun. He needed, there was a clown in it and the clown was a doll, but it came to life and spoke to the main character. And I designed the clown costume and the clown makeup for it. And then I also designed the doll with the same makeup. So I hand painted it and uh, the costume, I didn't make it, but I designed It's the same costume as the, the live one made, just a, a small version of it. So the lady who, who made this stuff, I just went over and you know gave her specs of everything I wanted, my drawings and everything, and, and she made it. So yeah, I get, uh, I get clown requests for things like that. <laughs> mm, mm. And I have had people ask me specific things, like they want to see a clown doing such and such thing. Could I do that on my next shoot? I'm like, um, why don't you just come be the clown and we'll just shoot you doing it. Oh, I could never. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, you know what? Actually, I would love to take requests and do, <laughs> do that in a shoot. I'll be the clown. Hell yeah. <laughs> that actually would be kind of a fun, uh, you could go live with it. The shoot could be live oh and people God. could, uh, request things for the clown to do. Hell, I'm so have, down for uh, that. Down to clown. I'm down um, to clown. Let's <laughs> see. A couple of my clowns. One of the one of the weird ones that I did. I was shooting these two guys. So I was going to shoot them from a clown, and I don't remember if I had makeup on him first or not. But I had. Uh, I sometimes shoot products for different fetish companies, uh-huh. and this company had these butt toys that are clear, and they're they're like stretchers, uh-huh. and you can still fuck them. Okay. So, because they're silicone, so they needed photos of them, and the only way you can photograph it is up someone's ass. Mm -hmm. So, I had a clown in a sling, spread eagle. My partner was holding a light, so it went up the guy's ass. So we were shooting the product. Now his face doesn't show in this, so it doesn't matter about makeup or anything. But so I shot photos up his ass with this thing, and then later on we did shoot photos with a lollipop up his ass. I know exactly uh, what photograph shoot you're talking about. And <laughs> well, actually there's two with, with the lollipop up the ass. Oh, is there? So 
there's there's one where and this one this particular one was the, where there's an, a guy another clown putting yes, the yes. lollipop up his ass yes, yeah. yes 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 yeah that was that shoot uh, and another one i have yeah we i ended up yeah fucking him with the lollipop uh, and uh, his ass turned purple from the from the lolly. <laughs> oh my god! That was that was a fun shoot. Though. I'm not sure. I I don't think I may I may not have published any of those with the lollipop of his ass because there were so many great other shots from that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to go through my clowns because I don't have I don't yes. have a whole lot of them. I don't think <laughs> so. I posted now on like you know I, I restarted a couple of years ago uh, Twitter and. So I'm trying to keep up with it, but I'm not very good at it. Uh, so I'll go through and I'll add more clowns to my Twitter. Maybe oh my I get a good response from them usually. Uh, I mean, I'll, uh, I, I, <laughs> yes, yes, oh yes, you will, because the people who follow like, me are following me for the, the same reason. So uh, yes, man, I would, yeah, um, yep, okay, so. <laughs> You've stunned me into speechlessness. Um, the lollipop at the ass. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, anyway, but so before we finish, I always like to end on like a positive thing. Do you have like a like a yay moment that's just uh, a, a, a cool thing to to kind of end on? Eat your vegetables. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fairly upbeat and positive all the time. So, dude, I want to see what's in the clown box. So this particular box has the green hairspray that was used in that shoot that we were talking about is in that box. There's some gloves. There's yep, Mehron, yep. clown white light. I prefer clown white light. There are multiple nose. Oh, <laughs> that one has a, a pen stuck to it. But there's lots of, lots of clown noses um, and lots of colored hairsprays. And oh, shit, I was looking for that. Oh, good. Yeah, lots yes, of uh, yeah. the pro nose, um, clown noses. And so mostly that one's just makeup. But the big one on the bottom, there's costumes. And there's a leather mirror cap sitting on top of it. There, <laughs> There's antlers sitting on top of it. I have two sets of antlers that are, I don't know, they were made for some production. <laughs> I had a woman try to fight me at a thrift store for them. Yeah, anthro clown. clown. <laughs> it would be... Obviously, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer clown. I have seen one amazing porn of Rudolph, and it's just a guy in a red nose with antlers on. But during it, he's like, yeah, touch my nose, fucking play with my nose. And th- like, yeah, that may... Uh, does, the lo- does the nose light up? Uh, his, I think did, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to do Rudolph cosplay oh, porn, yeah, yeah. you need to have a light up nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we talked about the Cirque Noir. Buck Angel starred in that. And I photographed Buck multiple times. Yes, right. I think he... that's one where he's he's fucking someone and he walks away and, and the dick stays in them and he pulls sure. away. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I, of course, I was watching just the clown segment. So <laughs> what Buck Angel was getting up to was not... <laughs> Well, now maybe I'll just, you know, I should call back up and see if he wants to go full clown then to get your attention. Uh, <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> Is uh, that the positive? <laughs> We're going to get Buck Angel to do that's clown the positive end for your, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, I, I, I have a positive thing and it's, okay, this week my positive is going to be really lame. <laughs> 
but I'm just really happy that I get to go back to California soon. <laughs> uh, when are you, are you going to come soon? Very soon. So, uh, yeah, I'm coming in um, a couple of weeks. I'm co- no, Where are you going? Next week. I'll be mostly kind of in the Bay Area. Like, I'm going to Santa Cruz, but I'll dip down to San Francisco, and then we're heading up to Bass Lake uh, ah, for, like, the second week. But no Los but Angeles. No LA. It's, uh, I mean, I would love to maybe see if I can make it work, but it is kind of far from Santa Cruz. Like, if I can make a day trip of it, but it's a bit far for a day trip. Five and a half, six hours, yeah. Yeah, that is. See, that's... Oh, is that long? Because to me, that's... I mean, that's the length of my entire country, so... <laughs> that Like, that's... It's like the longest drive I yeah. can imagine. Um, I mean, I forget that Los Angeles is the size of your whole country. Um, I think it's bigger. <laughs> Uh, I, we don't really think about size like that because of, or, you know, space that way, because it's, it's so vast. A lot of people don't like it, but I like the drive. It's, um, it's a great time to catch up on my texting. Um, <laughs> you're drinking. You know, very good. No, I, <laughs> well, I'm just kind of excited. I mean, for no other reason other than like, I like warm weather and I live in a not warm weather place. Well, going to San Francisco, you're not going to get warm weather. No, 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 no. We're going to be in Santa Cruz, which is. Okay. I mean, to me, that's warm weather. Um, but I'll come down to San Francisco and be in the fog for a bit. But that's really only... So basically, like, it's where my partner's family are from. It's where we do Christmas. I get to spend time there. And while we're there, it's really easy to go to the Bay Area where a lot of cool kinksters are. So it's always just the best time in general, but it's nice to then go down to San Francisco and then I can, you know, I've got some clowny shenanigans planned. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited. Well, be careful because part of those clowns are actually nuns. So... You had to, to be able to make the difference. And the, the easiest way to tell the difference is most of the nuns, the sisters, they do not wear the red nose. Right. Most, okay. Most of them. Most, yeah. most, most. Some most. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them after a few drinks. Yeah. Wow. The nose is like my favorite part. But anyway, Dusty, thank you so much for doing this. I like, this has been an absolute pleasure. Hopefully I answered all your clown burning questions. Clown burning, yeah. Uh, where can people find you, by the way? Usually in my garden, okay, or tucked away in my very messy office editing. But if they just want to find me social media, they can find me on Instagram. You're not going to see any damn dick on Instagram, and very little ass or Twitter, and it's just under my name, Dusty Cunningham, Dusty with an I. Uh, my website is just dustycunningham.com. I need to post more clowns there. There's a few mm-hmm. in my erotic section, but mm-hmm. I promise I'll put some more so you can add to your spank bank. But that's where you can find me. If you're in Los Angeles, you can find me at pretty much any thrift store any day of the week. Um, and your address is? <laughs> I live in Koreatown, and <laughs> I'm fairly easy to spot. <laughs> Nice. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at tstota and on Instagram at the underscore muggle underscore stota. Um, well, that's it for this week. So uh, I guess keep honking, yucking, and join me next week as we go under the big top.
Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly.